Derecho Libre. This is Max Castellanos, El Chingón de Texas, here with Benny Berry. You're listening to the WrestleVille Podcast. Ra Grande Libros de Lucho Libre. This is Gringo Loco, and I am calling from Chicago, Illinois, telling you to listen to the WrestleVille Podcast. That's Qatar Podcast. And if you don't, I'm coming after you, and I'm coming after your mama. One love, Gringo Loco. Muy fantastico. Go to WrestleVille.com. PWC Podcast with Rick Del Santo. For all your wrestling reviews, interviews, and news, Rick covers the United Wrestling Network, the NWA, and the Northeast region of the United States Independence. PWC, 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 in the zone. What's going on, everybody? This is the Backwoods Brawler, Hunter Freeman. And you're listening to the WrestleVille podcast with my boy Vinny Berry. Give it a listen. A lot of fun. You're listening to the WrestleVille podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry. And my guest for this episode is Hunter Freeman, professional wrestler from Southern California, wrestling for nine years now. Hunter, how you doing, man? I'm good, Vinny, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Finally got this thing working and running now, so I'm excited to talk to you and uh, ready to ready to hear what we got to talk about today. Oh, absolutely! It's good to good to have you and uh, have you on the show. I had seen you on a GCW uh, poster, and we started talking about the GCW organization and your affiliation with them. Tell me a little bit about what you're doing with them and and what's going on yeah so uh yeah i'm lucky enough to be a part of uh game changer wrestling been able to wrestle a, a couple of the the main roster shows uh you know the bigger bigger venues like out here in la and recently been able to go to atlanta to wrestle in my home state uh against uh alex cologne in a, in a death match so uh that was a big opportunity given by them but I mean, the way it all started was, uh, you know, when they, when I, when they first, uh, started coming out here to LA, uh, just, you know, doing ring crew, security, different things like that, and showing face. And, you know, I went to a bunch of their shows and just kind of helped out and, and, you know, kind of like they say, you pay your dues, you know what I mean? And then, uh, uh, GCW ended up, uh, coming up with their little SoCal brand out here with that runs by LA Fights and uh LA Fights is something you can look up on YouTube. Uh we've we ran five uh five LA Fight shows out here now. Um so pretty much what it is is it's GCW giving us folks us wrestlers out here on the West Coast that little platform with their you know underneath the uh, Game Changer Wrestling banner. So that's what pretty much happened. I did a scramble the first one, and the the next one after that, I did another scramble, and then I had 
a singles match after that, and I showed out in the singles match, and then I had another singles match after that, and I just kept doing my thing, you know, and uh, it eventually caught the eyes of, uh, you know, the of the management at Game Changer Wrestling. And, and you know, what what is really neat about GCW is that, you know, the you talk about giving you a platform, but they're giving you a platform on, on pay-per-view on these shows, you know, I mean, you, you could be streamed everywhere, you know, and for somebody who is wrestling in a small promotion in California or middle America, right. An opportunity like that is, is amazing for anybody in the business, right? Yeah. For anybody in all corners of the country all corners of the world to be able to to see my name you know that's just that that little you know that's what people start wondering who's this hunter freeman guy you know i remember in my match with uh in my my match with cologne with alex cologne there was a tweet that was sent out that uh you know it was i don't know i i didn't know who this hunter freeman guy was before but now i know and you know and that was that tweet was saved and sent to me by the, you know, by the promoter of GCW, Brett. And that was something where I was like, you know, that's what I wanted. You know, I, I, I went in there. Nobody knew who I was. No, nobody. I'd done one main pay-per-view show before, and that was an eight-person uh, 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 eight, eight tag. And it was myself and other uh, L.A. Fights. Uh, Alum, you know, uh, on the roster, it was myself, Sandra Moon, Jordan Cruz, and Jay Vidal versus SGC, Justice, AJ Gray, Alley Catch, and Essie. You know, I mean, of course they expected us. You know, we got our asses beat. You know, but um, the the next time around, I get another opportunity. I'm in there with uh, with Cologne, and you know, nobody knew who I was, but now. Now they do, and I feel like that's really gotten a lot of traction, you know, for me. That's really helped me out a lot. So, um, my, my goal is just to keep, like I say, keep getting stupid. That's my, that's my mantra. Before I go out, I go out, I just say, you know, if I gotta get stupid, I'm gonna get stupid. And, um, you know, I put my body on the line every time I, I go out there. If I gotta jump off the balcony, I'll jump off the balcony to do whatever I gotta do because I think about, the people who pay their hard-earned money to buy these pay-per-views and to buy those tickets to these shows, and I want them to be happy. I don't want them leaving the venue or or watching that pay-per-view. I don't want them to go. I wasn't satisfied with that with that match, you know. I want them to be like, man, that Hunter Freeman guy. He comes he comes out of there. He's he's gonna go balls to the wall every time, you know. And that's what I want, you know. And that's that's what I'm trying to showcase. So, what was the uh, the allure for GCW for you? Well, you know, I've been I'm from the South. You know, I I I live here in San Diego now, but I'm originally from Georgia, and I kind of grew up in wrestling. You know, watching old school like uh, old school. You know, WCW was the mainstay down there. You know, and so. And growing up, I, I watched, you know, a lot of Attitude Era, and, and I loved watching, like, Mick Foley and Terry Funk and, you know, just those, like, just those brawler-style guys, you know. And uh, 
I guess one of the main reasons that really uh, stuck out to me with GCW is it's it's wrestling that's not for everybody. Yeah, well, it is for everybody, but it's you know it takes a special human being to to like it, and and it's like we're like we're a bunch of misfits, you know. We go out there and we do it because we want to give the fans something to be happy about, you know, because I remember working security originally for these shows, and I remember seeing some of the fans that were coming in and, and coming to these shows, and these guys look like they just, like, spent, like, all week just hating life and, you know, working at their jobs and stuff like that, and just to see that little bit of, uh, you know, happiness watching the show, and I was like, you know, there's, 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 they're outlaws, you know, and I consider myself an outlaw as well. And, and, uh, you know, it's just that kind of outlaw little aspect out of it, you know. I know a lot of people don't like it. A lot, you know, a lot of critics or whatever you want to call it. I don't really like listening to the critics. I just tell folks, you have your style of wrestling that you like. Others, somebody else might have their style of wrestling that they like. But guess what? Wrestling's wrestling. Just enjoy it. It's the product. Not everybody is going to like chocolate ice cream. Somebody else might like vanilla ice cream, you know? That's, that's, that's your type of ice cream that you like. Nobody else's. So that's what makes it. That's the reason why wrestling's so great is there's so many different, there's so many different styles out there. If you like deathmatch wrestling, cool, like deathmatch wrestling. Nobody, you don't have to please nobody else. If you like strong style New Japan, like New Japan. That's your style that you like wrestling, you know? And again, you can go to the bigger companies if you want to as well. Some people like WWE, some people like AEW. Guess what? They're putting out great stuff, you know? We're living in a time where like wrestling's cool, <laughs> you know? Right. Just be happy that, just be happy that we have wrestling. Do you think, Hunter, that with the deathmatch wrestling, do you think that at times it is taking taken a little too far with some of the stunts that they're doing and some of the uh, items that are being brought into the ring? I tell you this: no deathmatch wrestler is going to go out and do something that they're not comfortable doing. Are we? Are we a little twisted in the head? Yeah, 100% we are. But the people that come to these shows know what they're in for. Now, can we, can accidents happen and we get seriously injured? Yes, 100% we can. And that's just, that's just, that comes with the, that comes with the territory, you know? But as far as, is it taken too far? It's all in the eye of the beholder, you know what I mean? Some people might, think it might be taken too far. Some people might not. I'd say that if you don't really like it, then don't watch it. It's up to you. Don't watch it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's there's so many different styles out there this day that, you know, it's not like anyone is being forced to watch Deathmatch Wrestling, right? So, yeah. yeah. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. You know? Like, that's... Right. That's the thing, like, um, nobody's telling you to keep the, keep the TV on, you know? You can go to, you know, go to something else if you don't want to watch it. There's, some people like watching that. 
You know, have, it's art. Have you seen or witnessed um, some accidents or incidents that have might have gone a little, you know, uh, that that went bad? Uh, well, I mean, I had something happen to me. I I I had a about a three inch piece of light tube stuck in my leg after a that you know that an incident and that was that happened at the very beginning of a match and I ended up having to pull out this big piece of glass shard out of my leg you know and blood just dripped. luckily for my boot was on super tight and it kept me from bleeding out but I mean I you know I mean it, you're you're dealing with with glass and barbed wire and tacks and you know God knows what else that. You know, because I've been in, I've been in a bunch of fans bringing the weapons match, and to see some of the creativity that some of these fans have with these weapons is just beyond me. You know, it's just like wow, like you know, it's like they look at they like they look up some of the stuff online. It's like oh, this would be a cool weapon, you know. But I I think it's a pretty pretty gnarly uh, gnarly incident. But you know, it's nothing. I will say this: every promotion that I've been a part of has had super great staff that is right there to clean you up afterwards and have someone check you out because they know what, you know, they know what could inevitably happen, you know, so to say that I'm not safe, you know, or not in good hands and not taken care of afterwards is, you know, I'll never say that because I always am, so. When you started wrestling, was this uh, what you had in, in mind or did you Start out in a different style. How how long have you been no. wrestling the deathmatch style? Uh, so I've only been wrestling probably deathmatches for going on a little bit over two years now. Deathmatch slash like hardcore, you know, like you know the hardcore style, the brawling style. Maybe you know chairs and tables and doors and different things like that. You get more into with the deathmatches. That's when you get more to like the light tubes and the glass and, you know, different things like that. So um, I would say uh, probably about a little bit over two years. But I've been wrestling going on nine years now. So nine, almost ten years. So um, when I first started, uh, this was not the style I was planning on, on being. Because when I first started, I started – training over in Japan. So I was active duty Marine Corps and when I was stationed over in Japan I started training over there. So my goal was I was just gonna try to be that that you know, that professional wrestler that you would see, you know, on on T V, you know? And that was that was my thinking. A little what I see is maybe six years later I'd be I'd end up, you know, having my first death match. And what do you think it was that that made you steer in that direction? I mean, is 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 the money good in that kind of wrestling, or was it just something that someone yeah. said, "Hey, why don't you try this out?" Or what? Well, how did how did it get introduced to you? So I'll go, I'll go ahead and say the money's not the, the money's the money. You know, it's it's not enough. You know, uh, for some of the stuff things that we do. Um, we get taken care of, you know, but it's, it's definitely, definitely not the money. Um, you know, 
what happened was I, I just I got put into a uh, like a no DQ match and then very mediocre and you know wasn't too crazy just like some chairs and you know a door and then the promoter that I was working for he decided he was like hey let's up it up a little bit and I was like yeah sure whatever you know I didn't I got a good reaction from the the, the one I was in beforehand. And, uh, so we did that and we, uh, we upped it up a little bit. And, uh, my first official death match was actually against, uh, a well-known, uh, Lucha Extrema because I was based out here in Southern California. Um, so he was one of the, he was my first death match. And, uh, you know, that was where we utilized glass and, and uh staple gun and and different things like that and then you know next thing after that uh, i'm wrestling bestia his son i'm wrestling bestia in a death match um you know and then i go to um i only had like two the two death matches and then i got invited to uh fight in the supreme tribute show this is for a very well-known um xbw champion um went by the name of, of supreme and he's based out here in southern california and i got asked by you know his friends and family to be a part of his tribute show and they wanted me in a death match and this was maybe like my like third death match ever so i guess i must have Prove myself and those other two to be asked to be a part of this, you know, little memorial show. And you know, to, there was a bunch of a uh, bunch of other uh, deathmatch wrestlers there, and, um, like Murdoch and Akira and all those guys, and um, and uh, another one out here in Southern California, BC Killer. He, you know, but all them guys came up to me and they were like, "How long have you been doing it?" And I said, "That was literally my third one." And, uh, they, they told me, they were like, you know, hey, keep, keep it up. Is this, they were like, is this something you want to do? Like, they were like, you have a, you have a future in it. They also said that, you know, they said, if this is something you want to do. And I kind of be, I would like to do more of that style, you know? And, and I think, I take it that, you know, my trainer, um, that I train under out here in California, uh, B-Boy, the New Age Punisher B-Boy, um, you know, he did, he did a lot of time over in Philly on the East Coast with a uh, combat zone wrestling, CZW. Right. And so I was kind of talking with him about it when I was decided to uh, make, you know, make this decision to start doing this and kind of doing my research about other, you know, wrestlers and deathmatch wrestlers. You know, I kind of, that's when I finally got introduced to like Nick Gage, Danny Havoc. You know, all, all those, uh, Matt Tremont, you know, all those guys. So, um, that's pretty much how the bug got started. And then I just kind of, you know, just kind of took the ball and ran with it. So with that style of wrestling, how often are you wrestling? Are you re- wrestling once a week, twice a week? I mean, once a month? I mean... Every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend, two, three shows a weekend. I don't really know what I'm getting into until I really show up to to where I'm fighting at, you know. And um, 
it's just, you know, it's an every weekend thing, you know, but I will admit there are times where, you know, I give credit to a lot of these guys that are doing it, that were doing it weekly beforehand and, you know, they throw tape, throw tape around their, you know, gauze it up and throw a band-aid on and try to get it stitched up and then they're off to the, to the next place, you know. What is the reaction from your family? I mean, what do they think of, of this style of wrestling? Oh, they hate it. No, no, they don't, they don't hate it. They, uh, uh, my wife, she just, she, she knows how much it means to me. So she just, she just tells, she just wants me to be careful. You know, she knows what I signed up for. Um, you know, she's, she's very supportive of what I'm doing. Her main concern is just making sure I'm careful. And she knows the people that I go out with are, you know, we're all professional, you know. So, I really, you know, hers my number one concern. My mom, she, you know, my parents, you know, they, uh, they freak out a little bit, but they're the same way. They, they know I enjoy it, you know, because the reason why I started wrestling was because of my, after my time in the military, you know, I was, I, uh, I struggled with, uh, with PTSD and, uh, I was going to a doctor and the doctor had told me to try to find a hobby, you know? And I, I said, okay, I'll try to find a hobby. And I sucked at golf. So I didn't really want to go golfing every weekend or anything like that. So that's when I was, when I was in Japan, that's when I found, uh, I found a flyer to a wrestling show and wouldn't you know, the, one of the guys wrestling on the wrestling show is the best deathmatch wrestler in the world, and that was uh, Jun Kasai. I saw him over in Japan. Very well-known deathmatch wrestler, you know. So I guess it's kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, poetic, I guess you could say, that, you know, I, I go and watch uh, Jun Kasai wrestle at a at an independent show, even though it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a, a deathmatch that he was in, but I just remember just, seeing all these cuts on his body and everything like that. And I'm like, man, how did he get all these cuts? And then that's when I kind of started getting, I Googled, you know, Jun Kasai's and I see what all he does. And I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, I decided right then and there that I wanted to be a wrestler. Cause I was always a, I was always a fan, you know, but so I started training over there. It helped me out. It helped me out so much, you know, because, you know, my, my head wasn't in the right place and, and different things like that from, from stuff that had went down. And, you know, I, I tell folks, man, like wrestling, wrestling saved my life. And it did, you know, and I'm sure a lot of wrestlers say that, but, you know, it was like I was in a deep, I was in a dark place and wrestling definitely saved my life. And, you know, and I, 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 I enjoy it and I know that making people happy, whether it be me putting my body on the line like I do, you know, that makes people happy, you know. It's pretty funny like when I when I'm at shows and yeah, I might be like a bloody mess or something like that and I got a I got a, you know, twelve year old kid coming up to me or, or a little little kid, you know, eight years old, you know, coming up and just wanting to high five me. You know, I just I just sit there and think about it, like, man, you you have, you know, I'm a bloody mess right now, but this kid just thinks I'm the, I'm their, I'm their superhero right now, you know? It makes me feel good, so. Is wrestling what you're doing full-time? Is wrestling full-time for you, or, 
are you still uh, wrestling or working a shoot job as well? No, I still have a, a shoot job as well. I hope you know. I hope one day wrestling is able to pay the bills. But you know, um, I, and I think you know things go right. I think it eventually will. But um, you know, right now I have a I have a shoot job. I'm doing the thing out here. Me and my family are uh, very very well blessed. You know, me and my wife, we got a little two-year-old kid and two-year-old boy, and uh, well, he turns two in December, but he, he might as well be acting like he's two, but um, he's two going on 20, so, you know, we're very, very blessed out here, you know, and, and I think eventually, I hope it pays the bills one day, but until then, I, I have my shoe job right now, so. Talk to me a little bit about the scene outside of GCW in Southern California out there. What? What are the other promotions and some of the wrestlers out there? Yeah, so, uh, you know, Southern California is very, um, you know, we, we, we're based more, it's more Lucha out here, Lucha Libre, because we're so close to the border and to Tijuana. So you have a lot of, uh, you have a lot of promotions out here that are more Lucha, you know, Lucha Libre based. Um, but, you know, you still have, yeah, uh, a lot of your main promotions out here, you know, two two main schools. The school that I train at is uh, Level Up Pro Wrestling, and um, that's where uh, you know we, we were, I'm trained by a b boy out there, and then we got myself and and um, Jordan Cruz and Michael Hopkins and J2 Mattioli and Casey Douglas, and you know, there's a bunch of us based out of the schools there. We we're all under you know b boys tutelage and everything like that. And, so we run uh we run shows monthly there and that's we draw we're drawing about close to three hundred, three hundred and fifty people at these school shows, you know, that we're doing here in San Diego. But I mean you got other promotions that come out here and, and, and run. Um, you know, you got the the other school up north, uh Santino Brothers, um, another one's uh Millennium Pro Wrestling. Uh they're big based out here in Southern California, but I mean, you got Prestige that comes out here, you know, they're doing big things, uh, up, you know, up north. I wrestle a lot for Ugwa up north, um, West Coast, West Coast Pro Wrestling, um, you know, big things out there. I'm going up there, uh, actually I'm wrestling at West Coast on my birthday, <laughs> uh, in September uh, this month. So I'm going to go out and wrestle for them. Yeah, all you gotta do is, look, and you have like little, like what we call, they call spot wrestling shows that pop up, um, here and there. Um, XPW's been running out here, uh, a lot, so, um, there's, you know, Southern California's definitely, uh, making, making the moves as far as, uh, you know, as wrestling coming on out here. East Los Luchas is another one that I, I wrestle for out here, um, you know, that's very, very Lucha Libre based, but that's why I tell people, even though I'm, I might be a, you know, a hardcore, I'm a, I'm a wrestler, you know, but do I do more of that style of death matches and hardcore wrestling? Yes, but I tell folks all the time, like, I can, I can wrestle too. I can put on a damn good wrestling match. I like to, and another one is, uh, you know, we got our TV based, uh, programming out here with United, United Wrestling Network, uh, Championship Wrestling Hollywood, Primetime. You know, you can you can catch all that on, you know that that's a that's a month of a monthly and uh, weekly TV that's going on out here. So you know, I'm a, I'm fortunate enough to be a part of that 
uh, promotion as well, wrestling on TV, so on a weekly basis. So definitely can find a lot, you know. Yeah, and you're you're definitely staying busy, and you know you're getting some TV time in, and then the pay per view time. Has GCW talked to you about a long term relationship, working relationship, or is it just show by show, or how's it how's it worked out? Uh, it's you know it's just it's mainly show by show right now. You know, I mean, I I'm I'm here. I'm here if I'm needed. I want to wrestle every show for them if I can, because that's how much fun I have on a GCW show. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm down for whatever. I will, you know, if my phone call, if my phone rings or my messages, you know, go off and they need me, I'm, I'm there, you know, but that, that goes for everybody, you know, it, it, whoever hits me up, man, if you, if you need me to wrestle, I'll, I'll do it, you know. I'll, yeah, I, uh, I, I just like doing it. It's fun. It's an escape for me. So, as far as like, you know, my, on the, you know, on the, I'm on the roster, you know, I guess everybody who wrestles for them is on the roster, but, you know, it, I'm, I'm here if they need me. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, what do you think it is about GCW that, you know, that they're just taking, you know, taking the business on storm or by storm right now? Because we care. We care what, we care about the product and we care about what the fans are seeing. Not to say that none of the other ones do, but I definitely see it where we, when, People go out there, other wrestlers, they try to go out there and they try to give the best damn match they can give every time. You know, prime example, and I put him over all the time, um, Jordan Oliver. And every time he goes out there, he, he, he does it like, he tries to put on the best damn match he can every single time. You know, and he's, uh, he's, he was one of those guys when I first was there at GCW, he kind of, he, you know, he was really cool to me. And he told me, you know, he's like, hey, like, keep putting in the work. Like, it doesn't go unnoticed, you know. And, uh, you know, to put him, I, to put him over if I could, you know, he's already over, but, you know, to, he's somebody that, you know, when he steps through that curtain every single time, he's trying to put on the best damn match he can. You know, Nick Wayne, he's another one. Every time he goes out here, he tries to put on the best match he can. I mean, all, all, you know, everybody that's there, tries to put on the best match that they can every single time because they truly care about the product. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you see underneath the Game Changer Wrestling, you know, they always put long-lived GCW. That's that's it, you know. That's, that's what it is, is. You know, go out there every single time you put out 100%, you know. 110%. Right. Well, if fans were trying to locate you on social media or where they could find some matches so they could watch, where can they do that? Um, so my Facebook is Hunter Freeman. Um, just type it in. Uh, then my uh, Instagram is at Backwoods Brawler. Uh, my Twitter is at Backwoods Brawler, but it's B-C-K-S and then Brawler. Um, that's my Twitter 
Um, YouTube, you can find a couple of my matches on uh, uh, by typing in my name. Or if you go to the uh, Level Up Pro Wrestling School, uh, their YouTube page, there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of matches on there of mine from from uh, from the school there. Also, you can check out a bunch of matches from a lot of those guys that I mentioned earlier, like Jordan Cruz and Michael Hopkins and um, JT Mattioli and, and another one. Uh, it's kind of my big rival right now, but this is another guy I can't put over enough is a wrestler by the name of Jude is. And, uh, you know, he's definitely, me and him have fought so much and wrestled so much, but if he's somebody I could definitely put over, I guess I'll give him a little bit of a rub right now. But um, he's definitely another one I have more eyes need to be on him, you know. I just think all in general out here on the West Coast, the more eyes we can get out here, the, the better. And it's kind of good that somebody, whether it be from the East Coast or the Midwest, can hear all these names out here because that's, that's really all they need. Because that's, you know, I'm still working for it as well, but that's really all it took for me was just get my name out on the East Coast, and it really helped out a lot. So, Well, good deal, man. And it's been good talking to you today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me again. You know, the, please, everyone, the, I gave out my socials right then. Give me a follow. Uh, I'd, I'd greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you very much w- once again. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast with Wrestling Live. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories including Harley Race, Barrett Brown, Ricky Morton, Wardell Walker, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm along with 400 photos from the independent scene. Get your book today by going to Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives.